Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Setting the Tone which is proudly brought to you by our sponsors, the Guitar Ninja Academy. Today's episode is one that I'm extremely stoked for. Why? Well today is a special to the band Love and Death. With the release of their upcoming album, Perfectly Preserved, on the 12th of this month, I figured let's do a special. So to kick the show off we've got a review for the track The Hunter and then following that review we're going straight into our interview with JR which is one you don't want to miss. Stick around because that's all coming right next on today's show. Hello everyone and welcome to today's Love and Death special to the band. Um, the album Perfectly Preserved is coming out on February the 12th and with a global streaming event as well, I figured it was a good idea um, at a perfect time to do a special for the band. Um, so I'm going to give you a bit of information about the, um, the track that I've reviewed um, and about the band and then we'll go straight into our interview with JR. It is an absolutely great interview and I don't want you to miss it. So... Love and Death have um, just revealed a brand new track, The Hunter, um, and with the release of the highly anticipated new album, Perfectly Preserved, and a global streaming album release concert only a week away, Love and Death, the anthemic hard rock project spearheaded by Brian Head Welsh of Corn and Jason Raunch from Breaking Benjamin have revealed the full list of special guests joining them as they take to the stage for the first time in eight years. Joining the band for this epic streaming event on February the 12th will be latest drum of Flyleaf, Keith Warren of Breaking Benjamin and Matty Mullins of Memphis Made Fire. If you're interested in this event and you want to purchase tickets, we do have a link um, for that, which I will happily put into the episode for you. Um, the band have also shared a clip of behind the scenes rehearsal footage for the event which can be viewed here by clicking the, the link so please if you wish to check out rehearsal footage and want to know what it takes to put on an event like this and what goes into it you can do so by clicking the link go ahead um, if you want to get excited for it or you've got tickets and you want to get build that anticipation even more there's a trailer link um, for the, the event so you know please click the trailer if you wish to do so Speaking of his excitement for the event, Brian shares um, the following message. Regarding the album release concert, February 12th, I'm actually quite shocked that we're going to pull off such an amazing event with some very special guests who live in different states all around uh, America during the world pandemic. Uh, Love and Death have also treated fans to their third new track from Perfect Observe titled The Hunter and featuring Keith Wallen from Breaking Benjamin. The track is accompanied by a thought-provoking lyric video providing a visual commentary to the lyrical theme of the song showing the state of society currently finds itself in the video for the hunter can be found below by clicking the link so i do have the video link for the hunter it's a phenomenal video and the track is absolutely out of this world itself so what more reason do you want to go and check that out um elaborating on the meaning behind the track and its visual accompaniment welsh ads we've been very fortunate to have such a professional team around this project to help us put out such quality content with our latest release our newest track the hunter featuring keith one is no exception uh, now our studios, along with Soft Surrogate, really help get our message across in The Hunter regarding the many different crises that our society in America has been facing as of late. It truly is a work of art. The Hunter follows the release of Single Down, which was released back in November of 2020, marking the band's first new music in eight years and the subsequent track, White Flag, since its release. Down has hit 1.2 million global streams to date with the official video um, and lyric video amassing 937,000 YouTube views to date. Now, I don't know about you guys, I, I no disrespect, I don't care what band you are, if you're Metallica or if you're a garage band, if you're putting out any sort of figures and getting your content out there for people to check out and people are buying into it, you know, fair play to you. Um, 
it's amazing. It's an amazing achievement just to have those figures. So well done to the band. Long may that continue. Okay, so a bit of information um, about Love and Death. Uh, Love and Death began with the similar raw, authentic emotion, honesty that drove singer guitarist Brian Head Welsh to multi-platinum Grammy award-winning heights as a co-founder of John Will Trailblazers Corn. Forged as an outlet for recovery and redemption in a season of change, the formation of Love and Death resulted in the dynamic 2013 debut album Between Here and Loss. The album spoke plainly to the hearts of similar disenfranchised fans all across the world. Love and Death now returned with Perfectly Preserved, a crushing yet accessible full-length follow-up driven by the spiritual resilience inherited in the first record. Combined with an even starker dissection of real-life struggle, anger, broken relationships, lowered self-worth and the conclusion of optimistic values within oppressive systems are all on display from the res- um, arresting refrains of tragedy, death for us and the affection to bold conquer driven out from of white flag. Simply put it through its music vigorously confront depression, heartbreak and pain. Perfectly preserved marks the introduction of guitars and basses and co-songwriter Jason Roach as a fully-fledged member of the band as well as second-time producer for Love and Death. Co-production from Joe Rickard, Jason's best known as an integral part of chart-topping rockers Breaking Benjamin, produced Love and Death's first album in 2013, completing the definitive lineup as they charge into this new chapter of the band's original guitarist J.R. Barrellas who now shares vocals with Brian Head Welsh and powerhouse drummer Isa Lyre Perez. Much like A Perfect Cycle or Stone Sour, Love and Death isn't a side project or a replacement for the guys with retrospective bands. It's an extension and a companion offering them a unique outlet to explore different aspects of their creative passions. Guys, I think that's really important for him. I think sometimes when a side project comes up or... Um, you know, another band. Sometimes some people think that that's it. It marks the end of the original band. Not in all the cases. I think in this case, you know, when you have been in a band like Brian has been in Corn for many, many years and Corn are, are known for what they are, you, everyone writes music. You know, everyone in a band will write music and have different ideas. And I think Brian's probably had different ideas for a number of years and he wanted an outlet to put those into. And he went down the path of doing his solo stuff and then Love and Death will form. So, don't get me wrong, I don't think for one minute that Love and Death are going to take over Corn. far from it. I just feel that it's a perfect time for Brian to explore, uh, along with the other guys, you know, you know, Jason from Breaking Benjamin and JR to perform different things and do different things. Um, it's an opportunity for further collaboration with many friends from other bands. The Hunter features Jason Rorch's Breaking Benjamin co-mate and solo artist Keith Wallen, who was a major co-writer on the project, and longtime comrade and former Flyleaf singer Lacey Strum lends her vocals to the metallic rendition of a surprising pop cover. Um, I'm not going to give too much away, but I know the artists that the guys have covered, and I haven't heard the track, but I think the fact that I know who they've, the artists they've covered... And for me, it just shows that these guys are not afraid to push boundaries and try different things. I can't wait for you all to hear that track, and I can't wait to hear that track myself. As the fans have learned to expect, Love and Death are fearless in their examination, um, contradictions and failure, making conventional music with an underlying anchor and purpose and hope. Like the band's um, very moniker suggests, both Love and Death are very present in all that they do. Love and Death are Brian Head Welsh on vocals and guitar, Jason Roach on bass, Jair Barrellas on guitar and vocals, Isaiah Perez on drums. My thoughts on The Hunter is quite simply this. Straight away, when I heard this track, you were hit in the face with melody, riffs, crushing guitars, plenty of punch, 
and some lovely guitar tones. Keith Warren vocals are out of this world on this track. He does a really, really good job at lending his vocals on the track. Um, it really surprised me. I think the production is its not over the top. It's crisp, it's clean. It fits perfectly into this track. I almost feel that that kind of sets up the, shall we say, the, the building blocks, the foundation for the rest of the track to go in. The fact that the production is so good and Key's vocals are so good, it just allows the rest of the track to flow naturally. Um, I can't wait to hear the rest of the album. The album, um, Perfect Preserved, comes out on the 12th of February, um, which is next Friday, guys. So, um, you know, if you want to check that out, I've got the links for you to check it out. I've got the band's website, social media links, uh, Spotify, Apple, you know, in YouTube. I've got the YouTube videos for uh, a track, White Flag, featuring Ryan Hayes. Sorry. Um, I've also got The Hunter featuring Keith Warner on vocals. So there's plenty of opportunity for you guys to, you know, explore Love and Death and understand, um, you know, what they're offering. And also, if you wish to partake in that stream, which is an album live streaming event, it takes place on next Friday the 12th at 7 p.m. CS time. Um, streaming will be for 48 hours and ticket and merch bundles are available at uh, the following link that I'll pop in to the episode. So please go ahead and check that out if you wish to do so. Um, thank you for sticking with me so far. Um, coming right next, I'm really excited to bring you JR from Love and Death, you know, our interview. So stick around for that because that's coming right next on today's show. Make your escape. JR, welcome to Set and Stone. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to join us. Um, welcome to the show, JR. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. How is um how is everyone at the moment? I appreciate we're all in a horrible pandemic worldwide. So I I'm hoping everyone's okay your side of the world. Yeah, yeah. We've uh we've been okay on my side, you know, the band and everything, we've been all good. So um thankfully. <laughs> Awesome. Fingers crossed that remains, and hopefully we'll we're getting near the end of it. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, I'm going to kick straight into to this show with um, quite simply, this is your second album and the follow up to the debut album um, between Here and Lost. Um, Perfectly preserved is due out on the 12th of this month. So literally, we are what less than 10 days away, which is really exciting. Um, the album's done and it's ready to go. How how does it feel to have that kind of almost on people's um, should we say doorsteps? I think yeah it's um it's awesome you know i we've been wanting to put a record out you know for the last seven years or so and um so just to be able to finally have it done and um in people's hands is great you know we put a lot of work into it and um you know we we think it's awesome we love it you know we're happy with it and we hope that um the fans love it just as much so i think they will is it is it a little bit tricky? Because obviously um, Brian is so committed with other projects. He's very busy with Corn, and obviously Corn is Corn. It's a it's a monster of, of a of a machine. Um, so yeah. do you, do you guys kind of feel that it's just waiting for the right time, the right moment to get everyone together and jam these ideas out, and then say, hey, let's make an album? Yeah, I think that was the biggest thing. You know, just everyone was kind of spread out with their own, you know, main uh, projects that they were part of. You know, Brian with Corn and um our bass player now who is also our producer of the first record jason rao um you know he's in breaking benjamin um so he's 
busy with that too you know and then throughout the years I was in a band called Islander for a while so um, so we were all kind of spread out you know just doing our own thing and so getting in one room was a little tricky you know and trying to get um, a full record done so I guess if there's one thing that kind of good that came out of the pandemic it'd be that we had time to get this record done you know um but uh but yeah so um that was definitely hard to kind of like you know uh navigate through but um but yeah we we finally did it you know so we're we're just stoked that it's done and um that we're finally able to put this out for everyone so no awesome I can't wait. I'm sure everyone else is feeling the same. It's just a matter of time. You know, we've touched on getting everyone in the room, and I imagine the biggest challenge right now to record an album is literally that, you know, getting everyone in the room. Um, as great as the internet is, it has its limits. Was there any other challenges to making this album? Or was it quite straightforward to kind of go, hey, okay, we're in the pandemic, but we're able to get everyone in the room? Or were you guys having to kind of record and send files across via email there? Yeah, yeah, that was a big thing is we we worked remote, you know, just from home, a lot of it. Um, uh, I've got a little studio set up here at home and um, Jason as well and, um, and our uh, producer Joe um, as well. He's out in LA and um, so everyone, you know, is kind of spread out. Brian's in Nashville and um, so kind of all over the country, you know, but um, yeah, we basically just, you know, went back through all the songs we've been writing over the years and um, just kind of basically went through and say, okay, this is good. Let's keep this. Let's throw this away. You know, this isn't strong enough. We can do better, you know, kind of that thing. And, um, and we ended up writing like five new songs, you know, so like half the record, you know, we ended up writing last year when we came back to finish. So, um, but yeah, it was definitely remote for sure. You know, and then once we kind of figured out the songs we wanted, the structure, kind of everything was laid out. Um, then I flew out to LA where our producer is and we tracked uh, guitars and my vocals there and um, and then for Brian and Jason you know they're both out in Nashville so they tracked together their stuff over there so and then sent it to our producer <laughs> so pretty crazy yeah definitely I'll tell you what thank thank goodness for the internet because trying to do that with a pandemic taking flights across the country and you know, for anyone that's visited America, it's a, it's a big old place. I've, I've been fortunate to be out there. And it's, it's yeah. scale is huge. So no, that's awesome. Really cool, you know, to know that sort of was able to take place. Um, what do you feel the main differences, JR, between Perfectly Preserved and um, Here and Lost in terms of the creativity and the structures and the ideas that were flowing there? Yeah, I think I think the difference, I think it's just a step up. I mean, I think in all of our, uh, I guess the, the band as a whole, our opinion, you know, we, cause we kind of talked about it too, you know, once we finished it and um, I think the songwriting is at another level. I think the production quality is at another level. And um, I think too, you know, the first record, it was, um, I was writing a little bit, um, but I was still pretty new to it. You know, I was, mm -hmm. I mean, I was about, 18 when that record came out um and i'd only been doing it for a couple of years and didn't have a lot of experience writing you know but i wrote a couple things on that record that ended up making it which was really cool but um you know this time around brian really pushed me to write more and just like do it you know so he kind of gave me the reins and was like all right you've had like eight years you know you've been <laughs> in another band doing all this like 
you can do this, you know? And I was like, okay. So, um, so myself and, um, and Brian did do some stuff too. Not that he didn't do anything, but it was more of just like giving me like control of like, okay, let's just write songs. And then he came in afterwards and would say, you know, maybe we could tweak this, this could be a little better, you know, and he would sprinkle his little sound on stuff too. (laughs) But it was really cool to be able to like fully just like write on this whole record and like, kind of give my sound to the the band you know per se and um and jason was a huge part of it too you know he's incredible songwriter and and um incredible guitar player so he really um helped too with um writing stuff as well so um so yeah i think this time around it was even more of a collaborative effort um because we also had uh keith wallen who's uh from breaking benjamin as well Mm -hmm. um he helped write lyrics and um, stuff as well. And um, amazing dude, amazing writer, like so awesome. So, and, uh, and then we've had like some, some featured people on the record as well, you know, some special guests. So, um, so it was really cool to just get to work with all these talented, amazing musicians, you know, and make this record together. So pretty cool. Yeah, I think I've I've only listened to the singles that have been released um, from the from the album, and comparing those to the previous album, it definitely feels there's more of an intensity on this. It does feel like you say the production has gone up a level, the intensity's gone up, and you've also just touched on it there that and there's some guest um, guest musicians, artists on the album. That's another game changer from the last to this one because I don't think there was any one that guests guested on the last album. Was it Jr? Uh, we had one, yeah. Um, on the song "I Wait for You," it was uh, Maddie Montgomery from uh, "For Today," um, and that was really cool uh, doing that. But yeah, this time around, you know, we just we wanted it to be more of like a collaborative thing and just to have fun with you know people we know, like musicians that are you know in the industry or you know friends from bands and stuff. You know, we just wanted it to be a fun thing and just have our friends be a part of it. You know and um, and I think another thing too, you know, is talking about what makes the two albums different is, um, you know, Brian wanted me to sing a lot more as well on this record, um, and share vocals with him. So, um, so there's definitely a different dynamic as far as like, you know, I, I do a lot of like the clean vocal stuff and then he's jumping in with a lot of, you know, screaming stuff and he does some clean vocals too, but there's definitely more of like a switch off, like him and I bouncing off each other in some of the songs. So um so i think adding having like two vocalists really adds another kind of thing to it as well so yeah i'd agree with that it's, it's really cool to hear brian actually sing because i don't think i think he does a, a few backing vocals on the corn tracks but obviously as a as a main front man he he doesn't so that's really cool that he obviously to hear that you touched yeah. it brian's pushed you a lot how how much of a confidence boost is that for yourself you have to get you know you've got this figure that's been around seen it done it bought the t-shirt invented the new metal sound and he's giving you that sort of hey man you can do it you know that confidence how does that feel yeah it's it was awesome man i mean you know because i met brian when i was 15 you know and um you know he took a chance on me and took me out on the road with his band you know and um he's just like he's like a dad to me you know and he's also like that crazy uncle that everyone loves um but yeah just you know being able to just know him personally and just call him a friend and for him to, you know, believe in me and push me to be better, you know, at what I do. And, 
um, and to give me a chance to, you know, really do something with this project, you know, like it's not like it's just Brian's side project, you know, like he wants this to be like another band, you know, not just like, oh, it's just Brian's kind of thing with his friends. So um, I think that's really cool. And, um, you know, I love him to death, you know, he's awesome dude. And so just thankful, you know, that he sees what he sees in me and, you know, pushes me to be better. So no, I agree. I think that's the, the most important thing that people don't see this is the, the Brian Head Welch show because it's not. It's love and death as, as a band, as as your own entity. So I think that's really important. Going into this, uh, what was kind of like the mission statement, if you like? What was the main focus points that it was, you know, in terms of creativity to make this album? Did you have anything in mind, anything that you wanted to say at this point? Yeah, I think... Um there's multiple things, you know, when we came back, uh, looking, you know, again, at the songs that we had written over the years, kind of sifting through stuff and, um, starting to write new stuff, um, last year, you know, we were right in the middle of this pandemic and, um, and, you know, all the racial injustice stuff going on in the world. And it's just been crazy, you know? And so I think one of the big things was just our perspective, you know, what we've been going through since all this has started and, and looking at, you know, other people where they're at you know with everything it's hard you know and i know like suicide rates have been through the roof you know since all this has started and it's just been like really hard on people and so i think we just wanted to speak some kind of hope and life into people you know through this record with with everything going on in the world you know and i think we've always tried to talk about you know like our struggles and what we struggle with but not just leaving it at that you know like giving a message that there is hope you know and um, a way out of those uh, dark places so um, so I think that's really what we tried to hit home with as far as lyric wise on this record and um, and hopefully you know like again we try to write stuff where you can take multiple meanings from it you know so people can kind of like relate it to whatever they're going through in life um, but um, yeah we just hope that you know this record helps people you know that's the main goal that it um brings people hope and that um yeah meets them where they are and that they just enjoy the music too you know it doesn't always have to be so much about what the message is you know some people just like to enjoy the music as well so <laughs> no you, you've made two amazing points firstly the point about uh, you know a message of hope for people 100 i the, the thing that i took comfort from from last year was even though the music industry was on its backside in terms of couldn't do anything in terms of shows last year for me was so good for music releases that it was so strong and, and I think that really helped me and it helped my mental health in terms of hey there's a good album here and I think that's gonna be really important that people can connect with this album to help them get through and then the second point that I, I completely agree is it doesn't just have to be about a set message or a set goal you know just enjoy music for what it is I think that's equally as important so no I really appreciate those points there Jay I really really on the you know on point and on focus there yeah um Obviously, I've kind of crossed with this in terms of the inspiration behind writing this record. Was there anything that you guys kind of set out to do and feel like you achieved like in terms of breaking boundaries or trying anything new there? Was there anything that did allow that or didn't allow that to take place? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing I, I kind of touched on was, you know, just bringing, I guess, me in the fold as far as singing more. You know, I think that was something that we, I mean, I had kind of juggled with for a while, you know, because originally Brian had brought up, I mean, back in like 
2014, 2015, you know, that idea. And, and I mean, even back in 2013, you know, when the first record came out, we put like a, a special edition out with like an extra couple songs. And in one of them, you know, I was singing more on it. And even then Brian was kind of wanting me to sing more and do the kind of dual vocal thing. But I had kind of struggled with it, you know, because I was like, I mean, you, you know, everyone's listening for you, you know, that was kind of like my mindset, you know, it was like, um, and, and his voice is awesome too. You know, I love Brian's voice. It's so cool and unique. And so, so I kind of juggled with that, you know, and, and then, you know, finally I was like, okay, you know, I'm willing to try it, you know, cause that's the other thing too, you know, if it didn't work, you know, like having two vocalists and just didn't sound right or work, you know, then what would we do? Um, but I think the biggest thing was like writing songs that would complement him and I singing together, you know, and I think we really pulled that off, <laughs> you know, and um, it was kind of scary, you know, cause it's like, I mean, if this doesn't work, then what, you know, like, uh, I don't know. So, um, but we got the songs to a point where we were both, I mean, more than happy, like blown away at how they ended up turning out, you know, it was like way better than we thought was, it was going to be. So I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> and so I'm just glad that we ended up, you know, pushing more towards having him and I, you know, bounce off each other and sing together. Um, so I think that was something that we were really trying to achieve and had fingers crossed that it would work out. And I think it uh -huh. did. So. Do you reckon also bringing, uh, you know, additional people in, whether that be to guest or co-write, do you reckon that's kind of helped push the boundaries a bit more? And obviously they've got their, own ideas and influences to help push that that boundary yeah yeah totally you know again like uh saying you know keith wallen was a huge part of you know the writing process with us um amazing lyricist that guy is so good you know and just like we would have ideas and he would like take them and be like just make them better you know and mm -hmm. and um and so yeah working with him you know working with jason too again he's incredible songwriter um all the guys you know brian and even drummer isaiah you know he he brought a lot to the table with the music with his drumming and um and the way he played certain things you know like a lot of guys could just do the craziest fills you know and just go insane you know on the drums but he's got like he's he's got a mix of like you know really good groove and taste but he also knows when to sprinkle in like some technical crazy stuff you know so <laughs> um so i think it's a good mix of that as well on the record and um yeah and then you know like working with uh lacy sturm you know she's on um the song uh let me love you that we're doing the justin bieber cover <laughs> and, um but i mean that was so awesome working with her she's incredible um human being first and foremost you know just a genuine sweet spirit and um and she has an incredible voice, you know, and so I think adding her to that song really helped that song be where it needs to be. And um, and I, I think people enjoy it. I know it's it's kind of out of left field. Everyone's like, you guys are doing a Justin Bieber cover, you know, but um, I think people will be genuinely surprised when they hear it. So, um, but yeah, so it's been, it's just been an honor to work with all these accomplished, you know, artists and be a part of something together with them. So, yeah. I, I think um, why not a Justin Bieber cover? Why, why not? Break yeah. down, break down. We're talking about breaking down boundaries. That's that's the biggest boundary pusher there, surely. Yeah. Um, 
is there a, a favorite track or a, a particular favorite story from the, the process of, of making this album that you've got at all there yeah i think as far as favorite song you know i've been you know i've tried not to listen to the album too much you know so then i can like really enjoy it when it comes out like everyone else too but um i think from the times i have listened to it i it's always a toss-up between um one of the songs called death of us and and then the other one called slow fire i really like those two songs the most just to, i don't know just there's so much like emotion in those songs i guess and just um just the the way they were written and the song parts and the lyrics and everything just i really think those stand out the most to me um and slow fire too i i get like this very reminiscent sound of the first record you know um it has a lot of uh nostalgia to me as far as like what we sounded like in the first record to now and i i think it sounds very i think it sounds like it would be on the first record in a sense you know like mm-hmm. if we were to write it back then so um but yeah and as far as a favorite story or moment making this um i think you know just i don't think there's maybe a certain story in particular i think it was just the whole process you know because it was such a different um just a different environment doing this because of, you know, the pandemic and stuff, doing stuff from home and going back and forth with everyone um, online and whatnot. But I think just, you know, again, being able to write with these guys and, and we're, you know, we're just a bunch of goofballs and idiots around each other, you know, like we're just like a bunch (laughs) of best friends and, but to be able to just hang out with your best friends and write music, you know, like that's, you know, we feed off of that and especially not being able to tour and stuff, see each other in person and like do what we love to do and what we do best, you know, like this is the next best thing that we can do, you know, create music. So um, I think just being able to do that and create the quality songs that we did, you know, I think it's uh, it's definitely a huge accomplishment and probably my my favorite thing out of the whole thing. So. Yeah, awesome. Thank, thank you for that. Um, obviously, I appreciate we've are still in a pandemic, even though it feels like we've, it's been ongoing forever. Um, so I don't. I appreciate that some plans may or may not be able to happen. But what's um, what's in the the calendar in the diary, so to speak, for you guys this year? What's coming up? Yeah, well, we've got um, obviously the record coming out on uh, February twelfth, and um, that same day we're having a live stream show. So um, the record will come out that day. And then later that night, there's going to be like a whole show, you know, us playing together. So um, so that's really exciting. And then um, we've got some other things kind of in mind for the rest of the year, too. So I can't say too much, but we do have some stuff <laughs> in the works. Um, and then, you know, I mean, we're not really sure as far as like playing shows, you know, what that looks like yet, you know, just mm-hmm. because of everything. But um you know we've talked about it and if there's a way to make it happen we'd like to you know so um you know granted you know everyone again is kind of have their own main band and you know when things come back to normal hopefully that you know they'll probably be touring again but if there's any way we could do some shows in some form you know we'd like to so so we'll see yeah and i appreciate it's very challenging i think if um if and when corn decide to start again and obviously that unfortunately takes main you know main hold why not get brian to do double duty two gigs yeah two two, two bands two two gigs yeah we, we did that 
at back uh, when the first record came out because we, um, you know, we were on a label and we, we had to tour the record, you know, so, so uh, when that record came out was right when he went back on. So he just that whole year we toured with them and opened the shows all year. And um, it was pretty crazy because he was doing double duty and um, there were like a couple tours where it was like we opened band in between and then corn you know so he really only had like probably about an hour in between you know so he was so tired afterwards you know so i mean maybe if there was a show where you know there was some some uh some more bands in between us and them you know maybe we could work but <laughs> so we'll see yeah, no, it's certainly hard when you pull in double duty. Obviously, so much energy's got to go into that. What were those, what were those shows like for yourself? Was that a bit surreal? You know, going, hey, we're we're opening up for corn and we've got this audience, and were they were they feeding quite well? Did they enjoy your your performance? Yeah, you know, sur- surprisingly, yeah, they did. You know, it was really cool. And I mean, obviously, you know, we've we've got one of the members of corn, and everyone's there for corn, so mm-hmm. you know that helps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but I, I mean, I know we have a lot of you know, people that are corn fans that really do enjoy the music that we've created, you know, and um, so that's really cool, you know, because it's, it's, it's a different vibe, you know, it's not like corn, you know, it's definitely a different kind of sound, but, but it's cool that people still like it, you know, and they're really drawn to it, you know, so, um, but yeah, it was really cool getting to do those tours with them and, um, and getting to know those guys too, you know, the corn guys and, um, and getting to hang with them and just genuine awesome dudes as well you know and just really cool that they uh let us come out and open you know all year you know that was really mm-hmm. cool so um definitely a really cool experience that i will remember forever <laughs> uh, awesome Jack. and unfortunately we are coming to the end of um the questions um so i've got a bit of a fun question for you to end on um who would you like to go on tour with and why oh man um there's there's a lot of good bands coming out man i think one of them that um i think has gotten some recognition for sure uh is a band called spirit box yes Um, yes man i so good i just like it is so good i i the first thing i saw of them was when they um they did kind of like a like a live kind of thing just from like from home you know and i think it was on something for like a serious xm like octane or something or maybe it's liquid metal i don't know but but they did like a little like show but like you know bands were recording themselves playing and stuff and um but they did this uh they did like four or five songs and i just remember watching i was like this is so good, you know, and they're just like, they're all separated in different rooms, you know, like probably recording from home, but it's so good. And I was like, oh man. And then I just dove into everything they've put out so far, all their music videos and everything. And just so cool, man. She has such an insane voice. Like it's the, the clean sound she has. And then going from that, just to like, bloody just screaming just like crazy like it's just awesome so um so going on tour with them would be really cool just to see them like crush it every night on stage would be pretty awesome so 
I think I think they'd be happy to do that. I think certainly they're a band to keep an eye on. There's so many. Like I say, last year was so good for releases, and I think that's been the positive that that wheels kept turning. And especially that you've got these guys like Spirit Box that, like you've just mentioned, were doing shows, but all from different areas, different houses, different areas. That's that just shows for me how good of a, a band they are when you're not even in the same room and yet you're all in sync and you yeah. and you and you and you're just slamming it. You're just doing really well. So. No, that's yeah. absolutely awesome, man. Um, Joe, I wish you guys the absolute best of the record, and I hope um, at some point we can get to see you in the UK, um, hit mainland Europe. That'd be really awesome. Um, but yeah, once again, thank you yeah. much for your time, dude. And again, all the best of it, and stay safe. Yeah, man, thank you so much for having me, and um, yeah, thanks for doing what you do. You know, like without you know people like you, we wouldn't be able to get the word out and stuff. So we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us and uh help us spread the word not a problem it's um it's it's a hobby a passion and i do it because i love my music that's just why but not a problem at all man awesome dude it's awesome guys so that was jr from the band love and death once again a massive thank you to jr for taking the time out his day to join us on the show it means the absolute world so once again thank you to him also guys thank you for tuning in to today's episode um for those of you who are not aware the album perfectly preserved from love and death comes out on the 12th of this month and if the singles are anything to go by the rest of the album promises to be absolutely phenomenal the singles that i have heard from the album are great they sound really good so i can't wait to check that album out hope you do the same whether or not you're purchasing or buying it or even streaming the album um Again, thank you for tuning in to hear what I've got to say. If you haven't done so already, please can actually subscribe to the show um, for whatever means you're listening to it. Thank you for choosing to listen to the show and can ask you to like and comment and share on our social media pages. We are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um, head over there, show us some love. Um, really be appreciated. I always appreciate the support. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to hear what I've got to say. Until the next time, guys, stay safe and bye-bye for now. Thank you.